0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will and I'm your host. I think it's Tuesday, February 1st, but first, but maybe it's Wednesday, February 2nd, depending on when you're listening. Uh, it is, of course, the Super Bowl matchups have been set. The odds are out, and they are on the move. And who better to talk about them with than the Wizard of Odds himself, Kenny White? Kenny, what's up, man? How are we doing? Hey, we'll do great. Um, you know, looking forward to the Super Bowl, looking forward to seeing you next week in LA. I know. No, wait uh, we probably haven't seen each other since Miami two years. Yeah. Two yeah. years. So we got to get in a heater, get in a college basketball heater that week. Yeah, that's right. The, uh, the Atlanta super bowl between the Patriots and the Rams was the true, just unbelievable run of, of, of heaters. But, uh, yeah, we had know? fun.
1: We had a lot of fun. We're going to have fun next week too.
0: Yes, we are. All right. The, uh, the, the, the game here is, I mean, look, it's, I don't want to say it's pretty simple because I, I actually think, and yeah, uh, if you're by the way, if you are listening, if you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six, hit the subscribe button, turn on your alerts, give us a like and tell us your favorite Super Bowl bet. If you are listening on Spotify, give us a five star rating. Um, the line here ran as, as four and a half and the total of 48 and a half. Both these lines have moved. We saw some three and a halfs. For The Rams got been up to four quickly now, four and a half, and the total opened at 50 and has dropped down a full point and a half. Before we sort of dive into those numbers, Kenny, I'm curious like, what goes into setting you know, as a, what goes into setting these a super the super bowl odds for odds makers because it's different than just your normal regular season game or even a playoff game because there's so much more action on it. Very true, very true,
1: and you know, and the super bowl is is based more towards the public than it is the professionals because the general public's going to outweigh the, uh, the, the professional money in this game, but you know, and power ratings go through this Uh everybody's using power ratings are also just, you know, some people are in the NFL are a feel eye test and, and, and they can make adjustments on the fly. Uh This game's one of the, one of the easier games to make because we've already watched these teams play in the conference finals. And we knew the Rams were, you know, a slightly better football team than, than the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. But I think they open low um, on the side at three and a half because the Rams are playing at home. And that's the one big thing we really don't know about is how many Ram oh. fans will be in the stands. Is it going to be loud? Are they going to be loud? They're never loud. They usually sit on their hands. They show up late. They leave early. And they're not a great home advantage. But when they are a good home advantage, they are good. The L.A. Kings had great home crowds. Uh, the Rams had to battle the 49ers who had as many fans in the stands as they did in SoFi last week. The crowd had to get loud. They wanted to match the noise of the 49er fans. And if the crowd can get that loud, it may be worth a couple points. This line could go up higher. I think the Rams are four and a half points better on power rating wise. And I've seen a couple others that even are higher than what I have, yes. which I, I think that's a little too high, but uh, so if I'm at minus four and a half, the Rams power rating, home field's got to be worth at least one or two in this spot.
0: Yeah, I would point out too that, I mean, I think that this maybe applies and I didn't think about it until you just said something, but usually at the Super Bowl, you know, you have a lot of tickets that go to NFL players, various NFL teams, each each NFL team gets them, players get opportunities to buy them, and then you have a bunch of rich celebrities who go to the Super Bowl. Do you know where most rich celebrities live? <laughs> they live in Los Angeles. So, presumably, you know, we saw like Leonardo at the NFC Championship game. There were right. a ton of celebrities there, you know, and I'm not saying they're going to be really loud in the stands. And, but I, I would guess that they're cheering for probably the Rams instead of the Bengals if that's the team that's in town and, and they don't have a diehard team and you want to sort of support the local, uh, the local NFL team. So, maybe that's a slight tilt too in the favor of, uh, Rams fans getting loud. Certainly they were, I mean, they were the Niners fans were really loud, but so were the, So are the Rams fans. I I do think there's a chance that, you know, we see a bunch of Bengals fans flock to Los Angeles. But, you know, this isn't like the, you know, this isn't really even like the Seahawks in New York where anybody can get to New York and stay wherever, you know, you can easily stay in New York City. You can easily find a hotel even on Super Bowl weekend. Like it wasn't even a blip on the radar really in terms of what was going on in that city. I I think it's going to be tougher. And it sounds like the tickets are 5,700 bucks a pop. You know, there'll be plenty of Bengals fans who want to go, but that is not yeah, you know, that's not cheap. You're talking yeah, about-
1: I, don't, I don't think you're gonna get 30 percent Bengal fans, and that's that's what it would take to kind of make any type of difference in the crowd noise, right. and that's all home field is is crowd noise. So again, the LA fans got to get loud, and if they are, it'll be worth a point, point and a half to, to the betting line. So you know, I, I, I could see this line going up to even maybe even five, five and a half. Five and a half's a dead number, five's a dead number. So right. Um but I think it's I think it's gonna bounce back and forth. Anywhere between four and a half and and five and a half.
0: What um, what did you did you bet anything out of the gate? Um, and, and I'm curious, do you and you obviously think that the Rams are good value even at four, maybe not four
1: and a half. I did not bet the Rams. Um, I didn't want to lay. I didn't want to lay a price. I, I, the NFL is tough to lay lay numbers in. They just want to win the football game. So, right. I did not. What I was going to wait for was that we normally get a lot of underdog money on the money line because they're taking the plus price and then you get a cheap money line price on the favorite usually the day of the game right. so i was hoping to lay it maybe a dollar 70 if it, if it went that low uh but i did bet under i went under 49 and a half was the best number i i could get um so i'm i'm under right now with the game
0: okay what uh what what do you think in terms of i and i love the under and i thought when i we said we did we talked about the line on our championship recap Sunday podcast, I was like, 50 is not going to stick around. Like if you, if you see a 50 and you like the under at all hammer it because it's going to keep ticking down. These teams are both pretty conservative in terms of their approaches with the running the football, you know, Sean McVay and Zach Taylor, you know, young offensive minds, but they're really conservative on fourth downs. They both have they have pretty good kickers or the Mac Gays, floundered a little bit. Uh, I would expect that they'll punt if they get a fourth and two or three at midfield and that they'll kick if they get a fourth and two inside the red zone or something like that, or even a fourth and one. Additionally, Sean McVay, second half, runs the crap out of the ball, especially as a lead, and we've seen with Zach Taylor, particularly against the Chiefs last week, more than happy to run on every single first down. Uh, How low would you be willing to take this under? Well, my number on this game, I made it 44, so uh, a
1: little bit of leeway still for people who haven't bet it yet. I still think under 46 and a half would be the, for me, would be the lowest I would go wow. to, to, okay. to tell anybody. I don't think it'll go that low, though, Will. I think you're going to get some over money from the general public. But, you know, to your point, you're right. Both these coaches are really good coaches, but they are conserv- They do get conservative. And we saw the pressure and how it mounted against Mahomes, even, in that championship game. The pressure was on his shoulders and Burrow, and they, they nobody can get a first down, and then you know, the, the Rams uh, 49ers, same way. Matthew Stafford's never been there before. Cincinnati's never been there. Uh, this is this is a very inexperienced teams, I think, in this spot. So, and look at what the Rams have done. They've gone under seven straight first halves. Mm. And, and on the year, they're 13, 6, and 1 under in the first half as well. And you just said McVay loves to run the ball in the second half, a la Bill Belichick. Get the lead, run the clock out, win yep. the game. And you're right. So if it's going to be low-scoring first half, and then you're going to get him to run the clock out. Uh, yeah, this this total is. Uh, I, I again, I I don't know if it comes down much more than this. So I think there's you know value in going under 48 and a half. Obviously, but I think there's value all the way down to 46 and a half because 46 is a key number.
0: All right, so like I've got a Super Bowl pool that I'm in. Right, it's and it's a it's a gambling pool. So like the it's winner take all. Whoever's the most shares at the end of the the it's playoffs only. I'm in first place. There's really only two teams that are kind of in it. Um, I've just gotten lucky, but, uh, I've got a 48 and a half out there. I think I go ahead and take that right. And just in case it keeps trickling down.
1: Yeah, I think it could, I think it could go to 48. I don't know if it'll go any lower than that though. I really don't. Uh, this game there's, you know, the under money's come in and most people hate to bet under, sure. so, you know, the general general public's going to bet over They're They're thinking Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford. They're thinking, throw the football all over the place.
0: And, and look, it's entirely possible that we see, the Rams come out with a scripted, a great scripted drive. They take a shot down the field, they score, and then the Bengals do the same sort of thing where they get play action loose with T. Higgins against a you know a non Jalen Ramsey corner, and all of a sudden it's seven to seven, five minutes in. That would be really rare for a Super Bowl in general, but it, it, it is possible. And if that I mean if that happens, maybe think about uh, smashing that live under. Um, so do you? So we sort of talked about the. So you think in terms of movement, we could see. Maybe down to forty-eight, but probably back up to forty-nine on the total, and then as much as Rams minus six, which I think would scare a bunch of people, but also entice a bunch of people into taking the Bengals.
1: Yeah, they'll, they'll first they'll, the books will go to five and a half. Uh, they'll go to five first, but right. then no nibbles at five. They'll go to quickly go to five and a half if they don't get enough money back to balance the books. They'll 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 have to go to six, and that would be the high mark. And the game will close between five and a half and six. The total be, you know, I I think the total, I don't know if we'll see 49 again. Um, I think it'll be 48 or 48 and a half. Is the closer on the total.
0: Okay. Um. I mean, like, that makes sense. So with the burrow, with the Bengals and the Rams stuff, actually, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break and then we'll, and then we'll come back and we'll analyze these two teams.
1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited
0: by state law. So I I tweeted this out and it got a, it got a bunch of retweets because I think the, the general people agree with it. It was like point Rams have better matchups in the trenches, uh, you know, schematic advantage, more superstars. Uh, certainly, better balance on both sides of the ball. Counterpoint and a picture of Joe Burrow in his sunglasses. Like you know, like <laughs> it's like I feel like there are going to be a lot of people, Kenny, who do not want to bet against Joe Burrow in this. Play. Right. Yeah, I do too. Um, how do you look at it from a your power rankings perspective? Because like DVOA has the Bengals at around 15. They've sort of been luck boxed to get here. The Rams, are, you got to get lucky to get to the Super Bowl, but yeah. Rams are profile is a top five team.
1: Yeah, the Rams profile, they are a, they are a top five team. I, I think I have them. Uh, I'm number two now uh, in the NFL for them. But, you know, Cincinnati just wow. beat my best team. The, the, the Chiefs were the best team in the NFL for me. They're my highest rated power-rated power team. And uh, Cincinnati, you're right. I've followed those DVOA ratings all year, and Cincinnati has not come up. Uh, it's because they played in a weak division. They did lose seven games. Uh, they played the Raiders, who are below average. And then they played Tennessee and they got fortunate they brought back Derrick Henry, who was who was a step slow and tanny held those three interceptions. Well, otherwise, they wouldn't have been in the game against Kansas City. And then that game, I can't figure that out. Kansas City goes right down the field, three straight times, touchdown, 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 and then all of a sudden they can't even get a first down.
0: Um, uh Ted w- Ted Wynn of the Athletic actually did a good breakdown on it. Apparently, and I don't know if you I mean, I don't know if you know this. Somebody else is telling me this that does a you know, sort of similar, like, does a, does modeling and everything. The Bengals are actually one of the best halftime adjustment teams in the NFL, which kind of shocked me. But Lou Anarumo, their defensive coordinator, what he did was he started dropping, in the second half, basically the whole time, he was dropping eight and having, uh, they were double-teaming Kelsey coming off the line and having a safety drop down in, like, a, in, a, um, in a robber position and doubling Tyree Hill. And so there's a three-man rush, and then guys would sort of – like it was almost like – court. and it, it, I, I point this out because I don't know – like I don't know if they made that – if they planned on making that change at halftime all along or if it was a, holy crap, we're getting – we're in trouble. We need to rip the Band-Aid. But, like, you know, there's a coordinated, like clear – like these guys understood what their roles were if Mahomes got free and to break in on contain and force him to hold the ball. And, I mean, he c- couldn't get a first down. No, he couldn't get any points. No, nope, we um, couldn't
1: get a first down. You know, I think it was kind of a similar strategy. The teams used like at week four, five, six, seven, eight when the when the Chiefs were struggling to score offensively. And then all also, of a sudden the, chief,
0: struggle, the chiefs with the, with the Bingles, figured it out. what the Bengals did in the first half was what the teams were doing with that two cover shell. Yeah. And then they switched to what the Raiders used in 2020 or 2019 when they beat them in arrowhead and they had this just like game plan that just flummocks Mahomes for some reason. Um, I, I mean I don't know if that's as easy. I mean, I guess it's as easy to do against the the Rams. I mean, certainly the Chiefs offense is better, but I think Matthew Stafford may be more of a veteran and has, you know, the, the guys in Cup and Odell Beckham. So, I mean, I'm not taking away from Tiger Kill and Travis Kelsey, just guys that can sort of get open and sit in these zone spots.
1: I wonder how much it weighed on Mahomes' mind with that he blew that, you know, second and goal and, Knew that he had to throw it in. Yeah, yeah, it had to be a touchdown or incomplete because you had to take the three points. And they they get nothing out of that drive. That was that was a killer. I mean, you're up fourteen now. It takes the two point conversion away from the Bengals at that point. I
0: I would guess that they probably spent five of their twenty plus minutes at halftime of that game, like talking about that. You know, like, and, and all of a sudden you're. You're disheveled. You're not thinking about adjustments. You're not thinking about what the Bengals might do and how you adjusted them. And yeah. it's just, they just, they never caught up to it in the second half.
1: Yeah. Well, that would be a shame. If they spent five minutes on that, that would have been a lot of wasted time because nothing you could do about that at that point. But sure. That, 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 you know, weighed a question mark on my mind when they went into the half thinking, man, the Bengals got to be fired up. That, that's a touchdown. They, I mean, they're thinking they're down 28 10. And, then and maybe 35-10 getting-
0: by the time you get the ball back.
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah.
0: um, all right. So uh looking at the uh MVP odds. So I think we've covered the spread pretty well. If you like the under or you like the Rams, you should probably go ahead and get your bet in now. I know people aren't gonna want to bet two weeks ahead of the Super Bowl. And you you do have COVID concerns, so always be a little cautious on that. But you know, that that appears to be sort of the way, obviously the way that the lines are moving. I would say, you know, I I don't know
1: if you have to make a bet on the side yet because now we're in that dead zone, uh, you know, at oh, four and a half. So. Yeah. So if you had to lay five and a half, it's not much of a difference from laying four and a half. So you're okay to wait, but maybe if you can, if you like the Rams and you can find four, there are a couple fours out. I think you got value. And the other thing is, like I said, on game day, I think there'll be a lot of money on the money line for the Bengals. Yeah. And that price could come down. You could find a cheap money line on the Rams if you like the
0: Rams. Yeah. And you could also, you know, if you were so inclined, a uh, Rams money line under 48.5 money line parlay or parlay pays plus 186, which is. I like that too. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. I think I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to, on my pool thing, if I got 60, if I got 6,700 shares to work with, I think I'm going to do 2,500 on the under. I got a four on there for the Rams, 2,000 on the Rams and then do like the rest on the money line parlay or the the rams money line under parlay you know what everybody else has right uh yeah well no 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 i don't know what everybody else has oh you don't know what they're going to bet but you know
1: how many you know how many shares they have left. yeah yeah, yeah. there's only well, one you know, more guy you know somebody's going to make a big parlay to try to catch you
0: somebody's going to go bingles and over or bingles and under right exactly yeah. i'm pretty sure if i get if i get the, if if the if if i get rams and under then it's yeah it's probably over uh, but we'll, yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, I, I'm just kind of steadfast, Kenny. Like I have, I picked the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl before the playoffs started, and not the season, the playoffs. And so, like, I'm on the Burrow bandwagon, but I think that the, I think the the Rams are just a horrific matchup for the Bengals. Like they get so much, they can get so much pressure on Joe Burrow on the interior. Aaron Donald is going to come strong. Von Miller has a Super Bowl MVP on his resume. Jalen Ramsey can lock down one of the receivers and, or, you know, just let them set up however they want. Sean Taylor. I mean, Zach Taylor is, you know, I think it's a coaching coaching mismatch with his former uh, former boss. And then I know the Bengals, the Bengals will be able to get some pressure on Stafford, but I'm not sure that secondary can hold up against all those different weapons.
1: Yeah. You know, you bring up great points. That's where the Rams are a better team. They do have all those all pro players on defense and they have an outstanding offensive line. They got a great running game. They got they got the, the passing game. They they the Rams have everything it takes to be a, a Super Bowl champion. You remember when we were in, in uh uh Miami for that Super Bowl against uh it wasn't Miami, it wasn't was Miami, no Atlanta. We, Atlanta. we were in Atlanta, Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta for, for that first Super Bowl, and um I love the Rams because I thought they were the better team than the Patriots, but yep. the inexperience for Sean McVay in that Super Bowl. He got completely outcoached in that game. Yep. and that, But that was a Bill Belichick who'd been there many, many times. I don't know if one trip to the Super Bowl gives McVay that much more experience over Zach Taylor, you know, because uh, I, I was really unimpressed with McVay in the second half of that game against the 49ers. He's very fortunate to be where he's at. Uh, there was a, uh, there the, was a how
0: about the second half of the game against the Buccaneers? <laughs> and the,
1: yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he uh, he, uh, he mismanaged that game as well. So back to back games. I mean, his timeouts calling the 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 even the um challenges. You know, he's not done well with challenges at late. And
0: I was I disagree oh with challenges. the challenges in the forty nine and the NFC Championship game were two of the worst challenges you ever seen. Terrible, terrible. Oh. So you know he's feeling the pressure too. Yeah, he's absolutely. he's got
1: pressure on him. That's why I kind of like the game under just. You know, a lot of pressure on both coaches. They play it close to the vest. But again, you get worried, like you said. They do have some big-time playmakers on both these teams. And yeah, would it shock me if it was 7-7, 10 minutes in, or 5 minutes in? No. But you know what? Looking back at last 15 Super Bowls, well, 10 of the last 15, there was no score in the first six minutes of the game.
0: And most of them were Tom Brady, which is like super weird. Right,
1: Um, right. Yeah. He got off to a slow start in a lot of games, Brady did.
0: I just can't imagine, even if they're scripted, I think that both of these teams will be interested in having a longer scripted drive that works down the field and tries to eat up some some play clock. Like we, I mean, we saw it in both the championship games. You know, the, the Bengals weren't really able to do it, but I think it was what seven to three closing down, or maybe maybe it was 14-3 closing the end of the first quarter in the AFC. And then NFC, there was just no scoring, just sort of a, a back and forth. And we saw the Bengals early on in that game against the Chiefs were basically going run, run, okay, Joe, bail us out on third down and, and medium. And, you know, if, if you're not able to get those, it's going to, you know, tamp- keep damping down the st- scoring significantly.
1: Yeah, but the, the Bengals are here because the forty the the Chiefs could not sack Joe Burrow. They got to him. They couldn't bring him down. Now, there was three, three opportunities in the second half. Yep. If they would have sacked him one time, they may have won that game, but they, could, they couldn't they could bring him to the ground.
0: Yeah. And I, I do think that as good as the Chiefs, you know, defensive line can be at times, and they have talent on there, like Melvin Ingram and Chris Jones play great. I'm thinking Eric Donald and Von Miller all day long. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Von sure. Miller against these Bengals tackles is a potential massive mismatch. I saw somebody point out that, and this is a, I think it was somebody at Pro Football Focus, PFF, but the, he's like, here's my galaxy brain take. The, uh, Rams defensive line is actually good for the Bengals offense because it'll force him to get the ball out quicker. It's like, well, okay. I mean, that's one way to look at it, but uh if, if Joe Burrow's under that much pressure, I think he's going to be in trouble. Yeah, I, I think, I
1: think so too. And uh, you know, good. They made a good adjustment. So from going from nine sacks against Tennessee to one. Um Yeah. They'll, they'll, yeah, and I, and I knew that would happen. I knew it. It's just, it happens all the time when you're embarrassed and then you have to make adjustments. You're gonna you're gonna play better. You're gonna make the adjustments. And and you're right. Burrow's got to get the ball out quick against the Rams.
0: Right. Um, I'm trying to find the Super Bowl MVP odds, which I somehow don't have in front of me. Um, but uh, I'll, I do know that the favorite, of course, is Matthew Stafford at plus one twenty. We have uh, Joe Burrow at plus two twenty. I saw when Debo had him up earlier on the day. Let's see if I can find him. Um, Super Bowl Here we go. Uh yeah. So Stafford is like basically close to even money. Uh Cooper Cup, I saw it seven to one on Caesars. Jamar Chase, uh somewhere in the 12-ish range. Aaron Donald, uh 25 to 1. Odell Beckham was like 40 to 1. Cam Akers 40 to one. Uh Joe Mixon in that same range. Do you think it is worth trying to chase any skill position guys or defensive guys in this matchup? Or is it just going to simply be a Bet on the quarterback situation.
1: Yeah, obviously, yeah, we always get the bet on the quarterback situation in these games because if they win, it's the quarterback. But boy, Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase, two of the best in the in the business. Though those guys just could have that type of game. Uh, that that could could propel them to the MVP. I think those are the only two. I mean, I think about Aaron Donald, I just don't think that he has enough. He'll be able to do enough to to beat out Matthew Stafford in this game.
0: I think, if so my thing on it is, and we and we talked about this a little bit with, um, I guess, at some point during these 75 podcasts that we've done, uh, maybe it's during the, the mailbag, but like, so we only have an example of um, four wide receivers since 1999, I think it is, or 1990, actually, who have won the Super Bowl MVP. All four guys had 100 plus yards. Edelman did it in that low scoring game against the Rams at the Atlanta foul, the, the Atlanta Super Bowl 13-3. Deion Branch did it against the Eagles, I believe, or maybe the Panthers, I can't remember which one. But Brady had won the prior Super Bowl MVP in each of like the two or each of the each, he'd won one in each of the last two years subsequent. So like people had already voted for Brady and then were voting for a receiver and then the other one was Antonio Holmes which was after Big Ben's allegations, and I don't think anybody wanted him to be yelling. I'm going to Disney World after all that stuff off the field. <laughs> uh, and then, oddly enough, Heinz Ward got it too in a game where Ben just had a terrible game against the Seahawks in that Super Bowl. So, I I think it it would take like Stafford only throwing to to Cup or uh, Burrow only throwing to Jamar Chase for them to pull it off. Probably right. Yeah, I, w- I would think
1: so. Yeah, they would uh, if their stats are.
0: Uh, I mean, um, like if, if Cup goes for if Cup goes for two hundred fifty yards or like two hundred. Oh yeah,
1: he's the MVP.
0: Yeah, I mean, if he gets or really probably anything above one hundred fifty and like two touchdowns, it's going to be hard to do anybody else. But I, I just think right. the, I think the voters, as I always point out, these voters are doing this in like, and they're all on deadline because they're all sports writers. They're all trying to, you know, get it like. they're it's not their it's not their full time job to vote for the MVP, so they sort of get their ballot script, like all right Stafford played well the Rams are winning Matt Stafford's the MVP right. and then they just try to do it quickly to get down to get quotes and all that so I, I'm not sure there's a ton of value uh, in in any of these I, I wouldn't mind Donald at 25 to one or I would look at Odell Beckham at 40 to one just in case cup gets i'm tripled. looking at yeah beckham down 16 to 1 though at caesars right now Wow, so. oh, no you can't bet 60 to 1 on
1: beckham. no no i when you said 40 to 1 yeah that might be something you could take a look at
0: we might have we might have moved well, the, we might have moved the thing down actually because we were you we know we're, we were talking van, about it. van
1: jefferson is at 60 to 1 and that guy's got great speed if he catches two bombs yep absolutely um, that that could you know propel him into into the discussion
0: okay i like that i could get down with that for sure um okay any other uh props to stand out to you
1: you know just early look on this um i was amazed the uh the team that scores last wins the game uh is 16 straight years wow 16 straight years yeah the team that scored last won the won the game and that's a yes minus 155 but i think that's a you know about the right price and it's just it's just sure. an anomaly it's like flipping a coin sometimes you're going to flip 10 straight heads but uh this one should be two out of three uh, this could be finally the year that it turns around but I'm not going to bet against that trend but I am going to say no score in the first six minutes uh both these teams have been under teams oh, first first okay. quarter Rams are 14 and six under first quarter this year they're seven and one under their last eight games and Cincinnati is 12 six and two under in the first quarter of their game so both teams very slow starters like make you know they heavyweight boxing match here they're going to be conservative they don't want to make a mistake early.
0: I like I like that a lot. Um, yeah, I I could see easily no score in under six minutes it, for all. Again, I mean same reasons we've been talking about. These guys are conservative. You don't want to be the coach who hands the. You don't want to be Sean McVay and hand the Bengals a huge advantage. We've seen McVay play in a low scoring defensive battle. Uh, I I don't think these defenses are, are as good as those guys. But yeah, I mean I think I think both of those uh, both of those make a lot of sense. I actually took cup, oh, cup. And Beckham over receiving yards and receptions. Cup is eight and a half, which is kind of crazy, but that dude just catches 10 balls a game and 102 and a half, I think, receiving yards. And then Beckham, 65 and a half receiving yards and five and a half catches at plus money. I just, I think we're going to see the Rams throw a bunch in the first half. And then it's going to be acres, Sony Michelle time. I, I do like Akers under 65 and a half rush yards too, though. Yeah, I
1: could definitely, uh, be talked into that one for sure. Um, I, I think you'll see Michelle a little bit more in this game and still acres is still not 100%. He had some nice runs this past week against 49ers, but again, uh, Sony, Michelle will be involved. He's got playoff experience or right. Super Bowl experience.
0: Oh yeah. That's a great point for sure. Um, all right. Anything else for you, Kenny on uh on the Super Bowl? We're a week and a half out? So it's a little... Yeah, we got still
1: time, a lot of time to dissect this in many different ways, but, uh, again, uh, I'm looking for a little lower scoring game than what the, what the numbers saying out there. And a lot of my props are going to be designed to may, maybe understuff stuff. Just the fact that uh, sure. um, I, I, I think we have two conservative coaches and uh, and they'll play the game that way. And, and there's a lot of pressure on both guys too. You never know when you're ever going to get back here. Stafford's got to be so pleased he's there, but Joe Burrow's not a dumb guy. He's, he's, he knows to get back here might be awfully difficult, it's, but who knows if it's your last time there. So a lot yep. of pressure on both both quarterbacks, both coaches.
0: Dan Dan Marino remaining a cautionary tale. And you know who else is a cautionary tale? Aaron Rodgers. If you told me in 2010 that Rodgers was never coming back to the Super Bowl, I would not have believed you. Right, exactly. For, for a second. So, right. yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Kenny, this is the year. We get our revenge from Atlanta. When Belichick took down our Rams. we had massive Rams bets and boy oh boy it's like rams and over and boy did that
1: not pan out <laughs> not <laughs> yeah, even I don't,
0: close I, don't, I think i killed i think I, I think i lost everything we were up on that, that heater on college basketball yeah on, we're, on we
1: school. were out from the get-go on that super bowl so yeah that's right we're
0: getting our revenge in this one uh courtesy of the rams and the under that's the early lean there for us uh, kenny as always man a pleasure uh, talking to you and we will uh see you soon and yeah, uh, sure we will
1: yeah safe mean. travels we'll see you in la thanks